better at that that riff in there mark it's pretty crazy i think we went live with us before the ditty i don't know anymore man i i can't i i, I got i i it worked I was, it worked perfectly for us last week so i knew we were we we're gonna get screwed on that one i was getting my lighting right and i think we actually gave them a preview i can't tell if this is crow weber or sting weber or powder weber or V for Vendetta, Weber. I, it's too much Weber, though. So it's all a little yeah. okay. You don't look dead now. That's good. No, I'm, I'm I'm live in color. I'll write it and we'll do it live. <laughs> good night, everybody. Anyway, good, good evening, everybody. Welcome. Uh, it's nine o'clock. Uh, wake up, you're wake the, up, Joe. You're on the What's on Joe Mind channel. It's time for the team stream here on What's yeah. on Joe. Oh, face of an angel, heart of a devil. Hey, showtime. Better. All right. I'm Mike Urizari. Joining me this evening, we've already heard him go crazy this night. This night, uh, It's the honcho, Mark Weber. I'm bringing the energy tonight, baby. What is happening today? I don't understand this at all. And in the bottom row, back after however many weeks on hiatus at, at various shows and, I don't know, shenanigans, it's Joe Colton. Hi, everybody. But, uh, yes, that's, that's I, I, I could not, in good conscience, brand tonight another Joe Colton Returns episode. Mm. No, well, this not. is just, it's another <laughs> shop on her world tour. But, uh, She's back in business, baby. If you're joining us tonight on YouTube, be sure to uh, like the video. Uh, give us a subscribe. You guys are pretty good about liking our videos. Yeah. Um, could use a few more subscriptions. <laughs> so if you want to spread the word, by all means, yeah. get on that one. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube tonight, go ahead and react somehow. Uh, give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love <laughs> little huggy guy. A huggy oh. guy? Yeah, you know that little the little care icon, the huggy oh, guy. Oh yeah, yeah, okay. Huggy bear. I, I, I like it when people give us that one. So, like, is there a bear? Let's the, let's the Facebook people know that we're we're paying attention. Mm. It's, I, I don't know how anything works with Facebook metrics. I don't think anybody does. It's like some weird black magic algorithms that they change when on a whim. Yeah. But uh, but hey, if if they think that we're watching. Then by all means, let's let them think that we're watching. Yeah, right. But uh, hey, big week in the world of GI Joe. Not so much. Mm. Not not so much. We're we're kind of counting down the days until uh, Hasbro PulseCon, mm -hmm. and that is October twenty first, twenty second. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. I'm like that. I'll, I'll pull up my calendar right here. Right now. There's Huggy Guy. Huggy Guy just showed up. We don't have a calendar sound effect. Twenty first is a Thursday. Twenty second is a Friday. So I I think that's right. Or 
Yeah. Might be 22nd, 23rd. <laughs> Whatever. Somewhere around the 22nd. Hmm. Should be every, we'll, we'll let everybody in on, on inside baseball now. Uh, Joe Colton is is here despite Con Crud. Which is Con Crud? Would you stop? Only have you just been you just been to two cons. Oh my god. With, with William at both of them, no less. You know that's yeah. Con Crud. That means I'm gonna die. Every time he goes to a con, some guy dies. <laughs> yeah, because he because he drives over him. Right. <laughs> right. I drove to the last one, so. <laughs> But so, he moved the car closer. So just just to recap, you just got back from a convention. Yes. You feel like crap. No, I felt oh. like crap um, Tuesday afternoon. Okay. After. So Wednesday morning when I woke up, I was like, oh, my God, I'm so tired. And so then. Absolutely concrete. Yeah. Is it possible those two things are linked or related, perhaps? The exhaustion or the the con? The exhaustion slash sickness and the con. I think it's because I've been working 10 to 13 hours for the last three weeks. Okay. And then you've been spending your recovery time in the crud dome. Right. So anybody, anyways, if, if you had paying attention to us on social media... Uh, you saw that we, the lovely Joe Colton, did take some con footage from last weekend at RetroCon in Oaks, Pennsylvania. We got a little three and a half minute video together for that. That is on the channel by all means. Please, if you have not watched it and looking at the numbers, you have not. Um, head on down, give that a watch after we're done here today. Um, Joe Colton, how is RetroCon in Oaks? I know that's one that you're at all the time. <laughs> they pay you to be there. No, they don't. I love going there because it's a buyer's con and it is definitely a toy convention. So the two of you have got to make it down there one one year. It's a two-day con. It is, I don't want to say it's like a garage sale, but it started out like a like a cool garage sale. Like the old cons where people had tables and they just threw everything on the table. This year... They had more vendors, more stuff from like the 80s and 90s. And it was like, I was so overwhelmed. It took me probably 10 minutes to go down one aisle. And it, I was in regular clothing when I was doing it. Because there was just so much to see. There was like good pricing. Um, people would negotiate on pricing and bargain. And there was things that you didn't normally see. Um I sent you a picture of one of the the, the things that uh, Mark Belemo and I love to like talk about. It is a castle that is from the Golden Girls, but not the four old ladies that live together. This was the year before Shira was uh, released. There was a Golden Girls. They were barbarian women. And a few men, they had horses. It was like the pre-Shira Shira. So people don't know about this. But the I had never seen one in the wild except for the one that I got. And it's it's priceless. So this was in a box for $400. And I was like, wow, that's insane. I almost bought it. And then I was like, how am I going to explain that to Wes? And I have two of these. Tell him you thought there were Santas inside. 
I, I explain it to Wes by turning around and selling it for three times as much at least right. as Belomo. I could, but I, I don't, I'm not like that. To Belomo, no less. I'm not even talking Ooh. to eBay. Belomo would shell you, shell yeah. out. Well, yeah. I'm sure if he knew that I saw it, I don't even know if he has <laughs> one now. I think he does have one. Because if he doesn't, I am so going to kick myself. It's rare to find it. And like, I, I'm going to guess that if he did not have it and you were there in front of it, he probably would have a, just appeared in a puff of smoke. Right. And <laughs> would have gone bamf. <laughs> yeah. And of course, we're talking about uh, distinguished author Mark Belomo. Yes. A uh, friend of the program several times over. Yes. Times and pillar of the Joe community. Yes. Oh, absolutely. And yes, a many, very uh, good archivist of 80s toys. And accomplished ballroom dancer. <laughs> yes, not work. many people know that. No, keep that on the down low. Otherwise, people always ask him to dance, right? Come on. Right. I would. Where Those feet are tired after a con. You don't want to waltz. Samba. I, I think anybody would have the good sense to not ballroom dance with you, Joe Colton. Why? You're a little gutsy. Don't give uh, me look. Don't give me. I, I am very good in heels. I am very awful in flats. I got I, exhibit. I, I got exhibit A and B on why you don't want to dance with Joe Colton. Wait right here. Just need a the law firm click. of Jacoby and Myers? No, no, no. Just need a clicky click here. Help me out, Mike. Just no, don't. Just waiting. No. Just I'm waiting. I'm not what? doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not oh doing my it. God. You can't drag me. You can't drag me into a battle between co-hosts like this. I've been sitting on this for a week. Just posted <laughs> on Facebook. All I did was edit the photo a little bit. I have no oh, idea what you're no. talking about. That, that could be anything. I, share my screen. What is this? All right, I'm, I'm looking. This is why you don't dance with Joe Colton. Look at those toes. <laughs> what is wrong with you guys? I really had, I had no idea what he was up to here. I was trying to say, yep, you were you were helping me. All I did was crop it, crop the photo. Look, man, I did, I did nothing to that but crop it. <laughs> that was awful. Do you know how scared I was? I was so you, scared. You sounded terrified. <laughs> Is it a water slide thing or a roller coaster thing? Or I don't. Yeah, so I I have control issues, so I don't like not being in control. Okay. And I don't like heights and roller coasters. Okay, so, so now don't take this the wrong way. This right. is a, a brutal setup, but <laughs> you don't come across as stereotypical girly girl very often, right? Right. But no. you squealed like a third grader on that water slide, did you? And it yeah. didn't look that fast. It was really fast. I'm sure it felt that way. Now I know you were. Also, I don't know. You if went you backwards, can... right? Yes, and there were these bumps that, like, I guess, slowed down the tube. And then right after the the bumps, not right after, but like soon after, I couldn't tell. But then you just drop. 
And then there was like a area where you like pendulum swing. Okay. And we got onto the dry part of that wall and I was like, I'm lifting off the wall. <laughs> so just to fill in everybody who is not plugged into your Facebook life here, Joe. Uh -huh. Yes. Uh, this is two weeks ago when we were when we were off from the show. Yeah. Uh, you were at another convention, but before you went to that convention, you were at a water park. So I didn't have to go to the convention. I never go to that convention. I just go to the water park. Okay. Oh, okay. Good, good. I'm glad we really didn't... I'm glad we didn't put out a whole lot of promotional material on that one. Yeah. I'm glad we did not get the, hey, go, go see Joe Clinton <laughs> at... Yes. I'm glad if you we did, did, I would have gone. I would have gone. It's in the same, like, it's in the convention part of that hotel, but I like to go to the... The water park. Water park. In your mirror costume. Uh, I did Judge Dredd, and then I did something else. You Judge Dredd at the water park? Yeah, well, no, I do, like, a Dredd bathing suit, so I have a a badge and then it says hot shot on the butt. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. You asked. No, I didn't think you were being serious. All right. No. I guess I, uh, Joe Colton, I've known you for a long time now and I, I still didn't, I didn't know this. I didn't know about this one. So, okay. Yeah. I didn't bring the helmet cause it's like really expensive. And... Well, sure. It, it, it does kind of bring the whole Judge Dread motif into things, but sure. Yes. Sure. sure. Just, eh, just leave it out. My badge says Colton, and it's like screen printed onto my bathing suit. I did the Marriott carpet at that con. So. It's a bikini Marriott carpet. It's a it's a thing for Dragon Con. Okay. That's well, okay, I know about that one. I know yeah. about that one. But... I don't, but... It's a carpet that's really famous, and then when they ripped it out, people went bananas. Okay. I have, like, two pieces of that carpet in my house. Uh, but now people make, like, dresses or bathing suits or towels or bed okay. sheets out of the pattern. Yeah. <clears throat> so. That pattern. That. They replaced it with. Thing. Yeah, they replaced the carpet at the Marriott in Atlanta with this, like, shit streaked pattern it's like different shades of brown and beige it looks like a dog just went from one side to the other that's um, as good, good as time as any to bring up yeah air jar that's a good segue of course you can, you I, can I didn't know how else to, to describe it it's can, lit like it's bad contribute to the swear jar at uh, our our coffee coffee ko-fi page uh, the link is is down below, and it's there's one below. Colton's cosplay <laughs> page as well. So, there, so actually, somebody I think puked badly on it, and some other person. This is really sad. Um, jumped from the he, he committed suicide, and so now they have to change the carpet again. And so like we're just like make it go back to this crazy like pattern of colors, or else bad things will keep happening. Right. Or just go to a cutting green. Yeah, you know, cutting green. There you go. Right? People are like that about the carpet in the Portland airport in Oregon. They take photos of it when they fly out of there and they sell bags with the pattern on yeah. it. Yeah. 
So this one was bad, the streak one, because when you go down the stairs, it was the way that the stair was, not the opposite. So drunk people wouldn't know when to step down. So it was right. becoming an illusion. And so people would just face plant down like 10 steps of oh. stairs and 20 steps of stairs. And you like watch them tumble and you're like, right. If you could get like the security cam of that and speed it up with a little yappy <laughs> sacks, now we're talking. There we go. Funniest home videos. I give that a huggy guy. Like, that, you know, there you go. Be. And speaking of huggy guys, if you're watching us on Facebook tonight, and we know there's more than three of you, yeah, but thumbs up or a heart or or the little huggy guy. Yeah, we love little huggy guy. And uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, of course, like the video. Subscribe to the channel, share yeah. the video in all your social media circles because it means a heck of a lot more when you do it than when we do it. We know our YouTube fans have issues, but we want them to have subscriptions. <laughs> oh my God. We need to put out the big book of Mark Weber dad jokes, is what we need to do. Yeah, I, I, I we need. Hardly any of them are original, but I've stolen from matter. so many places. It's hard to that, track it all down. That doesn't matter. Original. Oh, Schmo original. By the way, big news. Single dad uh, for a week. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, Mrs. Weber is on assignment. And I always say to the kids, all right, mom's going to be gone for a week. You know what that means? And they both say it at the same time. Daddy <coughs> law. That's right. Daddy law. And then what happens? And then we order a lot of pizza. That. Yeah. It's a line from Chinese one night, right? No, I don't. I'm not a big Chinese food fan. Oh man. So neither are they because they they don't get it from yeah, me. Well, and I, I'm the one. I'm the cooker in the family. So. And by cooker, I mean Domino's. But fine. Uh, but yeah, there's that line in uh, in uh, Talladega Nights where. Uh, he leaves his rotten kids with his mom and yeah. she goes, all right, I'm instituting granny law. And I forget if it's, if it's uh, Walker or Texas Ranger looks up at her and goes, damn, you're going to break this like a pair of wild horses, ain't you? That's right. <laughs> so coming soon, law and order to the Weber house. I got a week to get these kids right. I don't understand. They're good kids. What are you doing? <laughs> mm. You only know what I've told you, Joe. They're adequate kids. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And they're getting, they're getting older. Birthdays this week. So, ooh. Yeah. Hey, it, uh, happy birthday to Derek, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Derek's birthday was yesterday. Elizabeth's is tomorrow. So, oh. Oh. yeah. So, well, well done, kiddos. You're another year older. When you're closer survive. to driving. Are you terrified for that? I mean, you know, actually, what I'm terrified of is bike riding. Because as a kid, uh, I had to ride my bike everywhere. Dentist appointment, ride your bike. Soccer practice, ride your bike. I got hit by cars three times. Once was my fault. <laughs> so given how I think the drivers on the road today are the worst ever, because mm -hmm. all not just not because I'm an old man and everything was better when I was young, but with all with the cell phones and everything, like I'm terrified of my kids getting run over on their bikes. Oh, no so one's actually, paying attention to anything anymore. No. So the sooner the sooner they can get in a car that might protect them with a seatbelt, I'm all for it. It's the bikes that scare me. So anyway, where well, were we? It's only taking us 20 minutes. Let's go ahead and get into the news. Yeah. Oh. Do, 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 do. 
Dear God. Every time I think we're getting away from the format that made us popular. We pull you back in. We start the show with 20 minutes worth of nonsense. But the first news item, the dominoes continue to fall at Paramount, where the president (laughs) of Paramount's motion picture group, Emma Watts, has resigned. Watts had served the studio in this capacity since 2017 and was once considered a potential CEO of the company for when Jim Giannopoulos retired. Uh, Jim Giannopoulos stepped down back on September 10th, if you remember. Uh, She had also been serving as the head of both the Transformers and G.I. Joe live-action movie franchises. Uh, Taking the reins at the Paramount Motion Picture Group will be Mike Ireland and Daria Serchik, who will also be in charge of the G.I. Joe movie franchise. And we're we're never ones to root for people to lose their jobs, no. right? Um, it's it's terrible. It sometimes it happens and you deserve it, and sometimes yeah. it happens and you don't. Um, but at the same time, it's hard to argue that maybe the GI Joe franchise needs some fresh ideas. Yeah. Yeah, if you bring in somebody who really knows the franchise, right? I, I mean, God knows if they did that. It's hard to say. We don't know anything. I don't know anything about these people. They're, it's it's move. It's inside movie stuff, and who who knows yeah. about any of these things, right? right? I'm gonna I'm gonna guess that they don't. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Some sometimes the outsider has the right touch, right? Sometimes. But uh, but sometimes we we've, we've seen where sometimes the outsiders really don't. Anyways. Right. Um, good luck to the new folks. Let's hope that there continues to be the GI Joe live action movie franchise. Apparently that's where they've decided to try and make their money on this stuff. Um, I still say it's off base. I still say that long form animation would be the way to really carry this franchise, but whatever, whatever. Uh, so that's, that's, uh, that's paramount for us. It's not really GI Joe news, but next news item. Uh, it was in the title card this week, but the Target.com Fall Geek Out finale is this weekend. Target has been revealing new product every Friday for a month now, and while none of it has been G.I. Joe related to this point, which is why we've pretty much ignored it, that could change this weekend. The event's finale is set for Sunday, that's October 3, and both Hasbro and G.I. Joe licensee Super 7 are advertised as showing new product that day. Along these lines, three new Classified G.I. Joe listings have appeared in Target's computer, and they are codenamed. Dun, 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 dun. Oh, there's our Fall Geek Out front. Ooh. But uh, Hyperion, Dion, Dion, Die One, I don't know, and Rhea. Uh, those names don't really mean anything in regards to what characters those are going to be, of course. It's just their system code names. Uh, His tank did point out that they're all moons of Saturn. Sure. Uh, and that may or may not have anything to do with Sunday's reveals or the news that we broke about the 2022 classified selection. We don't know anything about anything. It could all just be timing um, or weird timing. But yeah, I'm just saying hang around Target.com on Sunday. Maybe we'll Maybe we'll see something. Maybe we won't. We really have no idea. But certainly there's enough out there to to perhaps stoke interest. And uh, thanks, of course, to, as you can see on the screen, 80s Toy Boy on Twitter. Name your source, Mike. He's one of our followers. 
I named him 80s Toy Boy. Oh. I'm pretty excited to find out, you know, which Target items you're going to pre-order and they're going to cancel on you. Oh. That's that's just you, man. No, it's not. No, it's not. It's also it's also me when I just try to change my address <laughs> so that they can send it to the right place. There's some other people out there I read this week having, having the exact same issue. Man. And Ryan Sweeney says what we've all been thinking. Yep. Better than Uranus. I love that band. No way. Somebody give us a rim shot. <laughs> all right. But uh, that's so that's that's what we don't know about what's coming up from Target this weekend. We don't know anything, uh, but we we don't know lots of things. Mm-hmm. If that makes any sense at all. Yeah, it's a long <laughs> list. <laughs> Anyways, um, so if anybody has any any guesses they'd like to to throw out there, go ahead and throw them down in the comments. We'll take a look and hopefully after Sunday we'll have more answers. Hopefully there's answers to have on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been a long time since there's been any real GI Joe news. There hasn't been a thing. Since <laughs> that. Uh, and that's a little troubling outside of the one bit of news that we broke. Nothing's happened. Yeah. And that's not us. That what? Oh, Joe high school. Up her feet again. But anyways, uh, that's not us blowing our horns. No. That's just that that's all that's, that's all that's leaked out. So hopefully we have something on Sunday. We've been the reigning, defending, undisputed, news-breaking champion for several weeks now. Yeah, we've like, got two in a row as far as figures go. Mm-hmm. Joe Colt, what did you do? I was coughing. <laughs> and I pressed, I wanted to press the mute button and it pressed the <laughs> studio button. The mute button is not on your monitor. Oh, it is. It is not. It is not. Joe Colton, you got the con crud. There's no way around it. Total con crud. Why don't you go ahead and get a set for the next news item? Oh, look. Hey, it's Super 7. Hey. We're back again. Super 7 spectacular. Wish We Were There Con launches October 5, and that is next Tuesday. Super 7 will attempt to make up for skipping New York Comic Con by launching some exclusive items on their website, including a G.I. Joe Defiant pin with uh, with moving launch doors. The doors are held in place with magnets, and the retail price listed on Super 7's website is $15. And here you can see... On the left is the pin with the doors closed. On the right is the same pin with the doors open. I don't know how the magnets work. Um, it's all um, like magic. No, what I mean is I don't know if the magnets are in the doors. I don't know if they're on the back of the magnet. I, I don't, you know, so I don't know the actual physical construction of the pin, but that's pretty cool for 15 bucks. Mm-hmm. You can see the actual scale of it, but. I mean, Joe, Joe Colton, you do pins, right? Uh, I do some pins. <coughs> yes. Joe, you said earlier this year you were dying to get a Defiant back. One yeah. piece of your collection that got away, so. Not that small. Joe Colton, since cool you can pin. barely speak, why don't I ask you some more questions? Yes. No, it's a cool pin. 
Um, the fact that it has like moving parts is gonna make it really, really collectible for pen pen collectors are crazy. Like I found this out last weekend at RetroCon. I had a conversation for an hour and fifteen minutes with a friend, oh. and she collects enamel pins like this. And there's limited editions, and like when artists do them and they put them out. 26 seconds they're gone I'm like it's a pin oh yeah it's and a Banks, it's a banksy pin right but the pin she was after went for twenty three hundred dollars dude i was like it's not even like big enough to display it's like three inches and i was like three inches should not cost you twenty three hundred dollars hey unless you're in vegas right and even then it better be six inches <laughs> Wait. Or Very small. Right. Anyways. So Joe Colt, you in on this one for 15 bucks? Uh probably. Yeah. All right. See, that's all I'm going for here. You just want me to tell you that I'm gonna buy a pin. Yeah, and then I'm you. gonna put it in a box with all the rest of my pins and buttons. Think how many red ninjas you could put inside the defiant, right? None. None. Oh, well, we gotta. We ought to do with our, our our coffee account is get like a beater defiant, and then have somebody paint it red so that Joe can put all of her ninjas in it. It'd be a ninja defiant, defiant yeah. ninjas. I actually am considering like auctioning off red ninjas. Wait, less red ninjas? But what? what but the same amount of Santas, or are the red ninjas funding more Santas? Yes. Or are we just making little red Santa hats to put on your ninja? Yes. Now we're talking. Something's got to give. There's a lot. There's a lot of space. I have to get rid of stuff in my garage. So we might we might have to do like an auction thing. So what what are some of the other what are some of the other lines that you collect, Joe Colton? It, it, it inform the people at home that have not had this look into your life. So I used to collect Smurfs. Okay, they can go. Uh, now I don't. Um, have, you gotten, have you gotten rid of them? No, they're just in that box. Then they can go. They yeah. can go. Um, uh, I collect. I used to collect the Star Trek Creo. I have the complete line of those. They can Maybe go. Wants to get in on that, and I was like, I will never give those up because they don't even make those anymore. Um, uh, Marvel, like X Men. Um, DC, Batman stuff, uh, Strawberry Shortcake, uh, very obscure things from the 80s, like Visionaries. And Golden Girls. Here, Golden here's a question. Who makes it to 31st? Mike's Beachheads or Joe Colton's Red Ninjas? Oh, my God. I mean, I, I think Joe Colton's Red Ninjas casts a much wider net. I've got like over 50 red ninjas in the house. Like it's insane. Yeah, but and they're all, have, like, all different lines and sizes yeah. and things like that. That's, that's so you know the one the dollar store ones? I had a friend just continually send me. I have 20 of those. And I was like, stop. Like, we have we have to like stop. Because Wes was like, where are you putting all this? Like, we're running out of space. And I'm like, ah. So you need a bigger house. Probably. Or a storage unit, or both. Uh, uh, try to avoid that. 
Maybe yeah. can, can you rent a car on that? Never comes up. There was two of you. What? Can you rent a car on that train that goes by? No, it it doesn't. Well, the one goes by. The other one just is stuck there. Oh, all right. Fair enough. Well, we're, we will eagerly await Joe Colton's crazy half of everything must go garage sale. <laughs> we'll let you know when it happens. She's slashing prices. I don't know about that, but it won't be. This will be really exciting when it happens. You get look, all those Smurfs can go. All Strawberry the shortcake oh my God. can go. All of those can go. Yeah, go. Eat it. Out. Yeah. Smurfs. Anyways, uh, next news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, there we go. Podename Iowa presents Assembly Required. Of course, Assembly Required 10 is coming up on November 6th in Des Moines, Iowa. That's granted, mm -hmm. that's still a little over a month away, but we figure we'd start helping them plant the seeds. If you're in the, the upper Midwest, you owe it to yourself to get to assembly required um, in Des Moines. Again, make sure that you're vaccinated and you got a mask and should be good to go. Are you guys going? Uh, it's not looking good, but that's mostly because I'm broke. Okay. I, I I would if I could. Mm -hmm. I don't think that something's going to change in the next two weeks to open that possibility up. Okay. But I think I, I got to see if Mrs. Weber comes back from assignment before I make any commitments. <laughs> <laughs> I got kids. <laughs> two, I think. I don't know what happens. <laughs> you got two right now, anyway. At the moment. Two that I know about. Two. Anyways. So, uh, again, if you're in the upper Midwest, mm -hmm. uh, check out Assembly Required. They are on Facebook. Um, you can find them. There's an Assembly Required page. There's a Codename Iowa page. Uh, just just get in there. They'll give you all the details. Mm -hmm. And there we go. Saturday, November 6th, Des Moines. For some reason, my now PowerPoint's locking up. It's Damn. a great night with the technology. A great um, evening. I feel like I'm 75 years old. <clears throat> Nothing's working the way I'm expecting it to. Press the Google button. Right? The Google button. So that's that. Hey, Siri. Fix this. That's the news. Do, 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 do. All right. So while we take a few moments to recover from all of the hard-hitting G.I. Joe news that we've just been exposed yeah. to. It took us 20 minutes to get to the news and only 15 minutes to do the news. Now you know why we, push, we pushed it off a little bit. <laughs> That's what we're stuck in the middle of. Right. Yeah. But uh, as, as a favor, as we, we anytime we have kind of an open week like this, we like to leave lots of time open for live stream questions. Okay. So if you're in the, the live stream audience tonight... <laughs> We will we'll get to your questions in just a second. But first, a word from our sponsors. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. 
It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. Nice. What? There you go. That's cool. So be sure to check them out. If you can't make it to the store, be sure to hit them up at their eBay store. Yes. Seller name is, of course, Kokomo Toys or Kokomo underscore toys. They didn't sing their own jingle. What's up? They did not. Why not? They will get there. I think because the regular pacing of the music is a little slower, you could tell they were going for that hard-hitting, that gotcha journalism. Uh, they go on the first question. There, where's the theme? Yeah. We'll give them the theme song in our shout-outs later. Oh. That's not their theme song. as of, It's not official. We're still working on that. And wow. I was at Kokomo Toys last weekend, literally working on that. Mm. Oh, They're tired of seeing me. We're working on the third verse right now. <laughs> Michael Mercy. Hey, Mike. Good to see you, man. We got to get you back in the house. Uh, here's yeah. a question for Mike. What is your second favorite beachhead figure? Oh, my God. Mm. Look at him. Look at him trying to curry favor with Joe, too, with that favorite spelling. Right. He's throwing U's and everything. Yeah, it's very Canadian, very uh, very uh, British. Yeah, and I mean, you would think that the Canadians are really just trying to curry favor with their English overlords. Oh, I'm throwing U's and everything. Dave Tree, our favorite tree, uh, <laughs> believes that it's spelled perfectly. So He, he does, but he's wrong. <laughs> Anyways, uh, my second favorite beachhead figure... Um, Truthfully, the 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 classified ones probably it. Like there's, I, I think Beachhead's been a character that there's been some really good designs. That one in the '90s was okay, but it, it's not really Beachhead. It, it's it's somebody. It's cool. It's a Joe, but he's not really Beachhead. Um, and then a, a lot of the other ones down the road all had good designs to them. Like the Valor versus Venom Beachhead was okay, and. And the, the spy troops beachhead was okay, but they they weren't constructed real well. They were kind of skinny and gangly and geeky looking. And then uh, the 25th anniversary one was pretty good. Uh, the Pursuit of Cobra one would have been second place, but man, I, I think this classified one's probably <coughs> taking the number two crown. You give me a classified beachhead that looks exactly like 86 beachhead, then, then we're in business. That then... We may have a contender atop the charts, but but there you go. You should put them all together in a display, like Beachhead and all his little Alabama children. <laughs> <laughs> like he's unleashing them on a Chuck E. Cheese or something. Right. right. I got to get the, I think I got to get the 12-inch one first, though. Like, I don't have the old Hasbro 12-inch Beachhead. Oh. With the head. I need one of those guys to really make it make it full. Did Sideshow ever get to Beachhead? They did. I do have that one. Because the Sideshow stuff's incredible, right? I only have, like, I think I have two. And yes. they're still boxed. Sideshow Beachhead's pretty awesome. So there you go. You got out. You got Beachhead Prime, and then you got his derivatives, basically. Okay. Joe Selfass, are there any Joes or Cobras you would deem overrated? Mark, why don't you take this one first? Uh, well, as a kid, uh, I didn't like Duke at all, not a bit, because I had I had grown up on the file cards and the comics, right? So 
I understood from the original file cards before there was a cartoon or even a comic that Hawk was the leader. Hawk's the guy, top ranked. They call him an excellent leader right on his file card. So Hawk was always the guy. And he kind of needed it, too, because the MMS didn't have a whole lot of play value, right? So at least that guy was the boss. So I was cool with that. And then from the comic, I understood that Scarlet and Snake Eyes were an item. So when the cartoon came around and all of a sudden Snake Eyes is a non-factor, A, because he's selling so well, they didn't bother to focus on him in the cartoon a whole lot, but the Duke and Scarlet seemed to be a thing. And so immediately as a kid, I'm like, well, that's wrong, right? It's not different. It's wrong because I'm a kid. And then when they introduce him in the comic book, right, it's at General Flagg's funeral. And, uh, and, uh, they, uh, I think it's somebody, ch- oh, rock and roll chats up roadblock. And it's like, you must be the baddest dude on the planet carrying around that Ma Deuce. He's like, you want bad? You want, uh, you want battle hardened wrapped up in Constantina wire? Check him over there, but don't smile. And Duke's like, I'm Duke. I'm going to turn the sorry lot of you into soldiers. And as a kid, I was like, you know what? Screw you, dude. <laughs> We're doing all right, right? <laughs> they, they killed General Flagg. You turned us back on Major Blood, right? Like, come on. It's a bad plan. It's a yeah, bad so plan. So I, I, I was never wild about Duke. Um, I know why they made him, and I understand his appeal. But as a kid, didn't need him. And he was, you know, obviously front and center for everything they did. So, yeah, Duke wore me out pretty quick. So there's a there's a Joe I deem, or at least uh, Little Mark deemed mm-hmm. tremendously overrated. Joe Colton, who's overrated? Uh, Duke was very much overrated. Um, <laughs> Poor William's probably at home. <laughs> crying in the... <laughs> no! no! Diana's in her car already. Right. <laughs> Driving to Rhode Island to slap you around. Yep. She's yeah. like, I'll be... I'll be there in 46 hours. <laughs> um, mm, on the cart, I don't know. Yeah, probably Duke. I don't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't, I, what I, I didn't focus on who was overrated. I focused more on like, who was underrated as a kid, like Stalker, Low Light, like those guys were just like so cool. And I just wanted more of them. I didn't like care that like the other guys were overrated. I fucking, what are you doing? Why? It's a big hat. It's funny. Why? I hate you. <laughs> I don't want to talk about this anymore. <laughs> no, I thought, I thought you'd go with that, right? I don't like you. Ricardo's kind of beloved in the community, and you can't stand you can it. Fucking drown in like two inches of water. Oh my god! I'm, stop! I'm <laughs> stop! I was just fond of this because because I'm a lazy bastard, custom guy. I can't do anything creative. I have like an un un like it's an insane <laughs> hatred for that figure now. Like I can't. But look at this one. Some it's guy it. no. Like I understand that, but I'm just like no. Whoever made this did, a, I think, a really good job, except they put a freaking sombrero on him. Right. Maybe right? he's now Mexican. Yeah. And when I saw this, I immediately thought uh, of uh, uh, Norm MacDonald as uh, Smoking the Bandit. 
when he just shows up in the giant cowboy hat on Celebrity yeah. Jeopardy. Yeah. yeah. Funny. Funny. Nope. Snapping his gum the whole way. God yeah. bless Norm. No, it's uh, right. Yeah, it is. <coughs> my, my pick is entirely because of what the fans did with him. Not really because anything the media did with him. Mercer sucks. Oh, my God. He's not that bad. No, he's terrible. It's terrible. Bad story. Bad story. I like Mercer. A, a, a converted Cobra Viper gets put on the team? Uh, uh, it's just not going to happen. Converted a- Cobra Viper gets tossed in the deepest hole in Leavenworth and forgotten about. That's what happens. Nope. I love your hatred for him is so pure that in that same three pack, there's a circus acrobat <laughs> from Turkey. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, that Mercer guy. It's a terrible story. Nobody would ever believe that. Talk about circus acrobat. Circus strongman. Okay, sure. Why not? He's he's with the team of weirdo rejects. But he's at least just a weirdo reject. Red Dog's a, a football player with a temper. He's right. a weirdo reject. Put him on the team of weirdo reject. <laughs> Mercer's a traitor, and then he's a traitor to the traitors. He's a double agent. No, he's out. He's out. I like that two of maybe the five most of the Joes whose popularity doesn't match their exposure, right? Uh-huh. Guys who are far more popular than they were pushed. Were like hit and run would go in there too, right? Yeah. People love hit and run, and he got hardly any run in yeah. any medium. And you do, you cannot stand these two characters, Ricardo and Mercer. I want to see a buddy cop issue of those two guys. Just no, <laughs> just to chafe you both in the same week. Matthew Comstock asks Joe, "Why do you hate Ricardo?" Funny story. Are you taking a pass? I'm I'm trying to think if I should even go into this stupidness. You can we, just say pl- plenty of reasons. Yes, there's and we move on. There's plenty of re- yeah. There were a variety of reasons. <laughs> All right, little little too much. Okay. That's I fair. want West, I want West to cosplay Ricondo so bad. Oh my Oh my god. god, I would I would take him out of the knees. If he just came, if he was just like, Are you ready, hon? And you were getting hella ready or something, yep, yep, and he comes out and he's like Let's go, baby. Yeah, that needs to be hold it up. That needs to be like the first con that we're all at together. Like the two of us and Rob and the wrist lock all need to be doing Ricondo. What why? So awesome. Amazing. So it's like we're all gonna meet at the we're all gonna meet the desk at uh, 10 30. Okay. And then Mike Ricondo Irizarry walks around the corner and then feeling all proud of himself. And then Mark Mercer Weber comes around the corner and everybody's mad. <laughs> it's going to be great. Everybody's mad. Barking has a question. Would you encourage people to cancel their pre-orders if they see a figure in the wild? Uh, how do you think that affects a re- how a retailer perceives their sales strategy tactics? I think it depends on who the pre-order is with, right? If, it, if yeah. it's with Target, they're about to cancel your pre-order anyway. So, so, so anyways, non-jokey answers or non-hateful Target answers aside, <coughs> let's say you've ordered the upcoming uh, 
the the wave five retro wave grunt, right? Okay. You but then you go to your local Walmart, you see grunt on this on the pegs. You say, hey, it's thirteen bucks, whatever. I'll get them here too. What are you doing with the pre-order that you have already with Walmart? Keep it. Okay. Why? Because I can either customize it, or if a friend can't get it, then I can sell it to him for equal price. Or open one, and then keep one in the box. There's many reasons. Hence the garage issue. <laughs> right? Right? I, I'm all about hanging on to it just to, to distribute to people I know who miss them. Uh, but a lot of times, if I've got something on pre-order, I'm not looking for it. Ever. Um, I can't think of the last time I went down a, a Target toy aisle, to be honest with you. <laughs> Me neither. And I haven't been—I haven't been to a Walmart in probably three months. So it's, yeah, it's—it's just—I I, don't—I I, pre-order most everything anymore because one, we're in a pandemic. It's—it's <coughs> it's a lot more reliable than than brick and mortar distribution right now. I mean, but in all fairness, there are some stores where the the pre-orders have been wonky, or at least some store. Yeah. So if oh, there was no, something. If there, was so, if there was something I really wanted. It's hit them all. And I found it retail. Yeah, I'd absolutely pick it up. Yeah. So uh, I guess I guess it kind of depends. I, I, you know, I, Mark, you're, the pre-order you keep alluding to was a, a Viper, of course. So if you had seen a Viper, you'd have picked it up anyway because, you, oh, God, I've got two Vipers. Oh, no. Ooh. Right. You know, uh, same thing. You know, I've got a, a Cobra officer on pre-order. If I saw a second one, I'd, I'd pick it up. I'd... Mm -hmm either keep it or i'd see if rob needed it or whatever so i think i think it depends I think if it you depends. if you saw an empty peg at walmart would you buy that figure that's not there or wait for them to not ship you one in a box <laughs> i need empty boxes to ship things with so i would just order from, from walmart that's a good call so I guess the easy answer, the 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 two cent answer is there's no real hard policy to apply there very circumstantial. Joe Colton's going to give the whole podcast her crud. Yep. She's coughing so much it's going to spread through the the internets. What what just and if, if this is too personal a question don't answer because he's not here or not on camera. What color is Wes's hazmat suit that he's wearing around the house these days? He is not wearing anything around the house. Nothing? Well, no hazmat suit. Okay. He, that's a shame because he looks good in orange. Uh, Cornelius McGillicuddy asks at Mark Weber, uh, I've heard the honcho say that he understands why the Joes can't have real guns, but why can't the Joes have real world weapons? Well, day one at uh, Hasbro back in February 2012, working on the Transformers brand, I said, uh, or, they, or somebody said, uh, yeah, it fits about as well as Optimus's original uh, weapon. And the original Optimus Prime had a weapon that barely fit in his hand, right? You had to yeah. turn it sideways. It was, it was a mess. It was the, the one problem with an, uh, you know, an absolutely iconic toy. And I, and I laughed and I said, yeah, man, that rifle was a mess. And you could pretty much hear the record scratch, right? The needle scratch. Like, Ursh! When you guys said rifle. And so I got the talking to right away. It's never a rifle. 
never done, even weapon is actually uh, a little bit frowned upon. It's a blaster or sometimes a cannon. You can get away with cannon because there's, there's almost no violence tied to a cannon these days, right? You don't, you don't read about the guy who wheeled his cannon down to the mall. So they're Hasbro's super, super careful about that kind, that kind of thing. And so when I say I understand why they can't have real guns, uh, I'm saying I understand that that's Hasbro's policy, basically, is they're staying away from real weapons. And the only, I think the only place I've seen something that looks like an authentic weapon is in the Marvel Legends. They've gone that way with Punisher a mm. bit. I think maybe Deadpool has some has some you know real looking firearms and things like that but they're just they want to stay away from it uh and i i understand what they're doing because i've always liked even though i always liked the the gi joe figures that were more authentic looking military i loved hit and run and recoil and footloose and i like the guys who looked like they could be soldiers when a real american hero joe but you chad there we go when a real American hero Joe has worked, it's always been five years in the future, right? Or on the bleeding <laughs> edge of tech. The idea that if this is the very best, the elite of America's fighting force or whomever's fighting force, depending on how you want to define it, that they would have access to things we haven't seen before. It was one of the one of the coolest things in, in real life uh, military was uh, when we saw the still shot from the crashed helicopter from the Bin Laden raid, right? And it was just the tail section pointing up. And it had this crazy baffling around the tail rotor, right? And I'm like, this is so G.I. Joe. Never seen anything like that before, at least not mainstream, right? But of course, for an op at that level, they'd be using their very best equipment. And have we seen the very best that the military has to use? No, of course not. So I like when G.I. Joe is, is on that edge. Now, when it goes too far and it's super sci-fi and it's, you know, uh, Robo Joe and, and, you know, Lobotomax and things like that, like, I don't need that in my G.I. Joe universe. And of course, his twin brother, Zim Audible. Right, exactly. The one with the scar. Um but uh, I understand why they're not doing it. And I actually, I really like how they're incorporating Nerf blasters. There's my Astro training coming back into the classified line. It was a big push of mine that never happened that I thought Joe's in a film should have a unified sidearm. They should all have the same thigh blaster or whatever you want to call it. And then you should have that as a Nerf uh item so it's kind of reverse instead of putting nerf into gi joe i thought they should make something gi joe that would transfer into nerf so i never wanted to replace snake eyes's uzi or whatever submachine gun you want to use or scarlet's crossbow or roadblocks Medusa. but if you can if you can make the sidearm the secondary weapon the backup weapon universal then there's something you can use and if you have kids playing gi joe which should be one of the one of the main focuses for the brand then you can get there by making a blaster that is the standard issue joe sidearm so 
I guess that's a long story long. But it's not me saying they can't do it or I think they shouldn't do it. But I understand why they aren't doing it. And I don't think it ruins the line because that's the the tightrope of Joe is that Hasbro has been a little gun shy about how military they're going to allow this line to be. And I know that gets Joe fans hackles all up. Like, what do you mean? It, of course it's a military line. But my understanding of it and how I tried to explain it to people was G.I. Joe has been a number of different things since its inception. And it's not always military. It's actually a misconception that G.I. Joe is a military or a war line. The, the running theme throughout every iteration of G.I. Joe is courage. G.I. Joe is about courage, not necessarily war. And that, that resonated in those halls, at least for a while. Um, I don't think it changed anything or, or focused in the direction of anything. But there are people who would hear the, the, the brand, G.I. Joe, and they go, we can't, it's military, it's war, and we can't be there. And that's, I think, a way to course correct on it is to say it's not, it doesn't have to be <coughs> war because it's really about courage. And, and besides that, there's any number. If, if if you just have to have military weapons, there's any number of, of folks who are willing to outfit mm -hmm. your one six scale or one twelve mm -hmm. scale uh, Joes with more military looking gear, Marauders or or Bobby Vala or the uh, Gridiron Studios or, or mm -hmm. any number of just and it's great stuff and it's not terribly expensive and go for it. Yeah, and it didn't used to be that way, right? Like right. now you can get. Pretty much any weapon you want, you can find it because the there's a lot of, of really talented people out there, and 3D printers are are not that expensive. So, so Nightwing number one asks, "What's our favorite roadblock figure?" <coughs> Joe, you you're you're dying down there. Why don't we let you? Why don't we let you talk? I don't think I have a favorite one. I mean, there's been so many just in the last year and a half. So. Right. So. The last year and a half, then I like the, um, the the second version that came out, like the tank top with the like the badass one. It's, <laughs> the Cobra Island one. The Co Cobra Island one, yeah. Oh wow, that's on. That's that's not what I expected to hear. What? Why? He looks great. I I, I don't think he looks bad. But I I just I to to hear it be your favorite is kind of kind of weird. Like them. Okay. All right. Unpopular opinion. Mark Weber, who we got? What what roadblock? I was, like? I was a big fan of the second roadblock. And I just thought, you know, the sequel is always hard to top something that was so popular and so classic. Mm -hmm. But I like that the second roadblock went a completely different direction and it stood out on its own. Now I'm not I wouldn't say that it's the it's the the end all be all for you know what roadblock should <laughs> look like but once in a while when they take an iconic character or figure in a completely different direction mm -hmm. i kind of like the the bravado of that right i think that's why the the blue snake eyes the version four kind of stands out a little bit because they said they were going to make a new snake eyes and the designer went you know what let's do something a little different like sometimes it's awful right 
but sometimes it actually works. And so that second roadblock was always a favorite of mine. This, this snake eyes needs to play street hockey. Yeah, sure. But I, I'll go along the same lines. I like the, the second version, but I don't feel they quite pulled it off. But I think in the, in the old, the old vintage line there, I think that 92 roadblock was pretty outstanding. And I don't have a picture of it because we don't obviously don't rehearse questions from the crowd, but go check out that early nineties roadblock. And he's, he's pretty cool. I think they finally got, that was where they got roadblock right in three and three quarter. Um, but as far as what might be the best one, I mean, that, that last, when they redid version one for classified just lately, that number 28 figure, that's pretty darn cool. How about that Renegades roadblock that the fans almost didn't get until one man, one man decided that would that would go in a San Diego Comic Con exclusive to get it to the fans. And, and well, we team. appreciate that you got it that far. I I mean I've never <laughs> even seen that up close. So, wow, that's best I could do with no item count. <laughs> I, I look, we're not. I'm not criticizing your efforts. I'm just saying that I I can't. I can't include that into the polling because I haven't actually seen it before. I've never seen it before either. Well, it's Matt Rubin asks, what is everyone's favorite figure outside of G.I. Joe? Oh. So I guess if you got just one one toy that you love that isn't a Joe, what is it? Uh, Rob the Space Knight. Are you being serious? Or are you just trying no, to get I just... a reference? He's my favorite figure in that line. Well, sure. Um, <laughs> He's also my least favorite figure of that line. Yeah, I suppose that's fair, too. Um, you know what? As a kid, because I, I got out of Star Wars once Joe showed up, but I was always a, I was always a Luke fan. Luke was always my favorite character. But yet you and don't like Duke, huh? That's weird. I like Luke. I do. That's uh, uh, the point. I don't like Bo, and no one liked Hoyer Vance, uh, but no, no, no. The Jedi, Return of the Jedi Luke in all black. Very good. He's such a badass. And how they reveal him with uh, the gate going up and it's black boots first. Like, I've always, like, I think most Luke fans have just waited forever to Luke to finally be fully actualized, right? As a full Jedi and a badass. And he got, just as a kid watching Jedi, I was like, dude. And then it kind of came off, it kind of didn't. We didn't really get it paid off until Mandalorian, right? Yeah. Full Luke in his spoiler. And Luke fans like me, were, that's all we wanted. We were just waiting for that and thought we'd never get it. I think that's why Luke fans went nuts for it. But uh, as a kid who thought he was done with Star Wars, I was right in line for that Jedi Luke because I thought that was a badass look for Luke Skywalker. So there you go. Joe Colton. Which Smurf is Grainy. It's um it is not a smurf. I'm trying to decide between between two. <clears throat> um I'd go with my uh hot toys Hella, like the statue. That's probably my favorite one right now that I have. It used to be uh the sorceress from the 2004 He-Man. Not. Like she looked very Egyptian. You're collecting He Man. Yeah. That stuff can go. What? You go. see the new show on Netflix? That stuff can go. He Man sucks. Oh my god! <laughs> Who 
are you two? Even even as a kid, watching the animation, I'm like, wow, they recycle about half of this every episode. Half, dude, generous with that. Yeah. Although I, I will say, I will say there there was some cool looking stuff. Sources is great. Yeah. As a character and a look, totally totally cool. Yeah. yeah Her and Hilo were my favorite. Yeah, my only problem with He-Man was the least interesting thing about Masters of the Universe is He-Man. Yeah. He is he is he is terrible. He's just the he's, anyway, the he's, he's just he's boring. Yeah. Oh look, He-Man showed up. It's all over. Yep. Yeah. That's how I felt about Superman most of my life. Oh, uh, here comes the bad guy. Well, does he have does he have kryptonite or no? It's like a flow chart, right? Uh, you're wrong there, man. Wrong there. Oh. They they created bigger and badder villains for Superman to duke it out with, right? Batman but, all the way. And we're back to Duke. But, uh, but they never did that with He-Man. Never did that with He-Man. Nobody challenged He-Man. Uh, for me, growing up, it was probably probably Transformers uh, Jetfire there. In Get out of here. Pretty awesome. Dude, that's a, that's was, a big win. He was fantastic. That figure was awesome. No one cares about Transformers. See, that he he man fan has problems. Right. That Robotech Valkyrie sucks. It's no Orco. Yeah. Right. You it's leave no, Robotech alone. It's 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 no Ram Man with springy legs. Dear God, I can't with you two today. It's no, it's right? no Triclops. Yeah. But yeah, Robotech Valkyrie with Autobot signs on it. That's pretty awesome. That's yeah. pretty pretty damn fantastic. And at the time, they were like, "Dude, we just we just got the best toy ever." And we all we didn't have to develop it; we just licensed it. Right. And then every Jetfire from then until now has been a disappointment by comparison. More or less, because that toy was perfect. More yeah. or less, more or less. He was one of the absolute home runs of that '80s Transformers line. Anyways, next question. Cornelius McGillicuddy has one for Joe. Have you noticed that you and the Classified Series Baroness have similar builds? Yes. Sure. Okay. I have, I have boobs and ass and am tall. There you go. There you go. I sometimes wear pointed glasses. Uh, not getting monetized. Yeah, no, these ones are not. See, but. at least you didn't say movie Baroness because she's got that ridiculous giraffe neck, right? Like, oh, I have a giraffe neck, not like her. No way, no, I, no way. No, we have chin, your chin would have to be where your nose is. Crocodile movie Baroness. As next question, what's your favorite out of regular scale figures? I don't think I understand that question, Joel. Is that an Aussie way of saying not three and three quarters? I don't know. I don't know. Well, Joel, we'll we'll it will keep running down the list, but specify on that a little bit. Yeah. Um. Let's see. Mike Mercy asked, "Poor Duke. Hope Michael Bell isn't watching tonight." I'm gonna guess not. I'm gonna guess not. <laughs> Do, 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 do. 
Here we go. Action figure expert asks, question, before 25th anniversary and after Real American Hero, what do you like the best, Joe versus Cobra, uh, Valor versus Venom, Spy Troops, or Direct Consumer? So what's your favorite theme uh, before 25th anniversary and after the classic Real American Hero? Those transition brands, we'll call them. What do you think right. of that? I mean, I didn't even I didn't even compare them really because yeah. I was I was so in and I was so happy that they were back and readily available that I just ate them all up. Like I, <coughs> at by at that point, I had disposable income and I could. Um, I mean, I wasn't swimming in it. Radio doesn't pay that much, uh, but I could buy pretty much what I wanted. So I, if it came out, I bought it pretty much. <laughs> so. I don't know that I even classified them. The only one that I looked at and went, I don't need that, but I don't I didn't wish it poorly was Sigma Six. And I think yeah. that was just a scale thing. I looked at Sigma Six and went, Cool, but I'm not I'm if it can't fit with my other stuff, then I don't it's easier for me to draw the line. I didn't like the design of the figures, like the face and the bodies. They were just like it's just yeah. an art an artistic an artistic view that I was just like, No, I'm good. The one thing I loved, and I still love, I mean, the packaging was ridiculous. That the top and the bottom formed an armor crate that all the weapons could go in, and some of them had a blinking red light in the packaging. I mean, talk about shelf candy, right? While you're walking down and a toy is blinking. At you. Right hey, big red light up here, up here. Cool, cool, cool. Like, ridiculous. So, Joe Colton, how about you? Um, I think my favorite would probably be the October Guard set. I'm like obsessed with that that set. But that was twenty. Okay. But that after yeah, that's you know what I think calling the comic packs the comic packs were kind of their own thing then. Yeah. So I think I I'll give you that. If you're big on the comic packs, then they were kind of their own. Kind of their own deal. Yeah. They because yeah. they, they went back to the classic construction, but it was all new characters. So right. I'll spot you that one, Joe Cole. Yeah. Inside the box on that. Okay. Bonus point. Thanks. She needed she doesn't feel so good. She got a bonus point. Well, and the October Guard, this is was this the concept? No, no, no. Uh, no the, the, the comic the, book, the, the three pack of figures with the comic book on the yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I didn't know if we were allowed to use those ones, but yeah, yeah, sure, sure. I remember looking back when I was. I mean, I was, figure experts only got so much space to write that question. He's not going to get them right? all, right? When I was working on the brand, I looked back at at some of the years when they were pumping out like eight of the comic packs, right? And I'm like, Jesus, where's my item count? Right, right. They had like <laughs> they had like forty figures and nine vehicles and eight comic packs and i'm like yep. dude yeah, not, to mention, not to mention the books right what do i have for this year three all right right yet they that went out and new material for those books <laughs> or even just repaints in some cases yeah yeah it was good stuff mm. good stuff um for you you know out of all those there's some wins in all of them I don't think like I, I don't 
when I look back, I don't have great feelings about Joe versus Cobra or Valor versus Venom or Spy Troops, but I think there were good figures interspersed in all of them. Um, and Sigma Six, my problem with it was the same as Mark's. Like I wanted it to do well, but I just I, I couldn't do something that was so different in both style and scale as Sigma Six was. I wonder if Sigma Six could have been a big hit if the animation had been great, mm. right? Because it could have been a better hit. I, I mean, honestly, when they went to a second scale, <coughs> not three and three quarters. Right. Exactly. We're going to go to another scale. Oh, you, they, yeah. would have pulled, they would have pulled us back in at three and three quarter. We're going to go two and a half. I, I really thought that that was, that was a, a an opportunity that the club missed was doing a Sigma six concept at oh, three yeah. quarter inch scale. That's a good idea. Would have been a lot, of, a, lot of, a lot of body reuse and just yep. different heads and different gear. And uh, it always felt like that's, that was a miss. Yeah. And there's and some of the care. I mean, there were some unique characters and some that were different, you know, like long range was a totally different look and a cool look in Sigma six. Uh, yeah. They absolutely could have replicated that. That's a good idea. Yeah, so I, I, you know what? I'm gonna. I actually think Joe Colton had the best answer. I'm gonna go with that. Those comic packs were the thing that had me the most enthused too. Yeah, because you got a comic and you got like. Yeah, there were there were some great figures in each of those <laughs> incarnations, but as far as what what I just looked forward to getting the most, it was always those comic packs. Uh, let's see. Doug Dello asks, do we think the Snake Eyes products on the shelves will give retailers a bad taste for the rest of Classified? I don't think so. I, I think I think they're going to move enough as time. Like, push comes to shove, that's a bad movie, sure. Um, but there isn't so much prod, product for it that it's going to clog things out. And ultimately, the... the, the the lesser, you know, like the kids' toys, the ten dollar price point guys will they'll either sell and apparently they've been selling pretty well. I I haven't Ooh. seen it too often. Uh, they'll either sell or they'll get clearanced out and whatever. That's just normal life cycle. Just because a toy hits clearance doesn't mean it wasn't successful. It just means that its time is up. Mm -hmm. Um and the classified stuff always it eventually goes. Like it, it amazes me what our 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 uh, our concept of peg warming has become here in 2021. Like if something's on the shelf for a week, we go, we go nuts because we're checking every store every day, and it just we're, 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 our minds are just melting out our ears because something just didn't sell immediately. Uh, you know, sometimes it just takes a little bit to to get going. And frankly, with those two, they'll either sell or they'll go to clearance, and then they'll sell to lower price point. Doesn't mean it failed. It just meant there were a lot of them, and they've got to move on to the next thing. Mm -hmm. So uh, there's uh, Rack Time Rob ratting us out. Oh. Ratting us out, Rob. Ratting us out. Well, no, you get away. Mark and Joe are the ones getting thrown under the bus. Right. Fine. Yeah, but I like I I have to I have to vouch for you so. They got asked, hey, do you move G.I. Joe into your work office and what would be your first? So I'm going to guess what do you take figures to work with you? And if mm. you do, which ones would they be? I think I've had a lot of Joe at work. I remember at uh, at McFarland Toys, I uh, 
I did the classic village people <coughs> with Richard Cortejo. So I had Spirit and Tollbooth and uh, nice what Shipwreck Gung-ho. and uh, Gung Ho. Yeah, and I had them doing YMCA. Uh, that was pretty cool. So I had that at, at McFarland. So yeah, I had my YMCA Joes. And then when you had Joes on your desk at Hasbro, they made you take them home. Right. I had a lot of stuff in my uh, in my office, including a katana, which was pretty cool. So. And they never even, I don't think anybody even knew the whole idea of a katana facing with the, the hilt on the right versus hilt on the left. So when when things were not going well, I would I would flip it around and put the sword handle on the right. So you guys, have you guys ever heard that? Mm-hmm. The handle on the right means ready for war and the hand on the left means peace time. So when, when, when things get a little stressful, sometimes I go back to the office, flip that sword around. Yeah, I had Joe's all over the office, actually, and a lot of Transformers, too. Um, but I tried to, in, the, in my Hasbro office, I had a lot of artwork. I, I didn't try to, I didn't have that much product unless it was the stuff I was currently looking at. Uh, I just had a lot of art, a lot of Joe artwork up in my, in my little cubicle. I may have had, uh, it's probably not here. Uh, never mind. Next time. I'm I'm coming I'm trying to cut through people reacting to our answers and looking for <laughs> okay. bear bear with me as I continue to read. Right. Hang on, I'll grab I've got one thing I always keep in my office and it's nearby. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> there we go. Cornelius McGillahuddy. The Cobra Island roadblock is on a new level. So there you go, Joe. Yay! It's on a new level. I'm back. Now he's got another question. Is there any Ooh. truth to the rumor that the hooded Cobra commander was banned because Lorenzo de Bonaventura said his hood looked like a Klansman's hood? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think anybody knows. We I mean, know that we know that Super Seven asked if they could do a hooded Cobra Commander, and Hasbro said no. But we don't know. That's why. all we know about any of it. We don't, we know, don't know why they said no. If hoods are are just a non-starter, or if has I'm sure that Hasbro said no to more than that, right? If they had said, "Can we do barbecue?" I'm sure Hasbro said no because they had a barbecue plan to come out this fall, right? So. Can we do barbecue with his man '80s man perm? Right. That it would have been, yeah, yeah, you can. Sure, you go ahead. Resuscitate that. That's terrible. Can we do robot barbecue shooting fireballs at children? <laughs> no, no, you may not. So we we don't know anything about any of that stuff. Uh, any, I'm also, anybody who claims that they do know something about that stuff is lying to you. Yeah, it's probably true. Here's a here's a thirty second story time with Webb. All right, sitting sitting in the office of Carmen Bryant, one of my favorite people at McFarland Toys, the head of, of PR and marketing, and she was just kind of flustered, sitting at her desk, and she just went, "I have too much stuff in this office, and it's changing today. Like I'm cleaning half of this stuff out." And she had something on her desk that I had wanted for five years probably and i never said anything because it was on her desk right it's her thing 
And I said, Carmen, I would take that in a heartbeat. And she said, this thing? I said, that thing. And she said, get it out of here. And it's been on my desk everywhere ever since. They don't make a lot of the Max stuff. <laughs> oh, my God. Nice. But look, look how good this thing is, right? Like, dude. What are those things called? It's? Yeah. The is, the is, I think. It's a black is. You know, white okay. and black is. But I love Sam Keith's The Max, and they don't do a lot of Max merchandise. Right. And this is this is like Polystone or something. It's heavy. And, oh, is it? And I was like, I am all over that. If you're if that's up for grabs, I'm first in line. She's like, get it out of here. So there you go. Me and me and Max. <laughs> Solid. Take a second here and remind everybody if you're with us live, uh, if you're here on YouTube. Go ahead, like the video down below. Uh, leave a comment in the main section there. That really helps us get things distributed. Um, and, and of course, subscribe to the channel. If you're watching us on Facebook, give a reaction to the video. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy dude. We love little huggy dude. Because uh, that tells Facebook that you're watching as well. And, of course, leave a comment there, too. We, we, we really dig it. Uh, Chaz Guru has a question. What do you think will be revealed at PulseCon? Well, stuff that we revealed last month. Yeah. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> okay. That's what I think. I have yeah. to get one more thing for show and tell. So hold on. Oh, yeah. Was right. Oh, all right. She, she really, man, she refuses to, she ain't playing around when she gets up from the desk, is she? How do you keep two idiots in suspense? Right. Oh. Just like that. All right, Joel, Joel is back with, like, not 4-inch, 12-inch, 6-inch, or 8-inch. So, you're asking us what our favorite scale is besides those scales. I don't think I, I, don't think I really have a scale preference. 17. That sounds optimistic. Because they, they used to make... Um, uh, what were they called? Tonner dolls. They were oh, yeah, they were very they were hand painted, sculpted dolls that were uh, bigger than sideshow, just as uh, detailed in the face and the clothing was very well made. And so high end dolls like that, seventeen inch. I would I if I could get my hands on more, I would. But I got their Tron. Which is what this the the Tron figures that I wanted, and I got it from them. And it was it took me two to three years to get them all. But were there a bunch, or were they just hard to get? <clears throat> they were hard to get because they were limited. All of them were were limited. They don't even make Tonner dolls anymore. So. And now you could trade all six for one twenty three hundred dollar pin. Right. Uh, there's another question from Chaz Guru there. Do you think any classified will be revealed on the last day of the Target Geek Out? Do I think so? You know, it's possible. I don't think I think it enough to put money on it. <coughs> uh, I, I have a feeling that Joe's going for the shutout on this one. I think PulseCon is where we'll get Joe information. Yeah. But, and this is but not I'm sorry, Mark. Let me just, I'll yeah. get this out real quick. Um, at the same time, it would it stun me if they put out another few Cobra Island figures in the, for the last part of 2021 here. Yeah, it wouldn't surprise me that either. 
and what what we revealed last month was for 2022. So we, there could be more stuff that's not included on that and for 2021. We wouldn't know anything about it. And this is not a target rip. There goes the lovely Elizabeth. <laughs> run, baby, run. Uh, she just ran right into the gate. Uh, this is not a target rip because usually when I say the word target, it's followed by a rip. Uh, I don't, do you remember, have they ever revealed a classified figure? Hasn't it always been revealed by Hasbro to be available at Target? So, yeah, yeah, that would be kind of against type. <coughs> would be kind of against type. Yeah. Diana Davis asks, "Who wants to come cuddle Claude?" Oh, come on! I'll be there in a heartbeat. There you go. Everybody wants to come cuddle Claude. That's no, a, I, I want to see the turtle. Where's Dusty? That's a trap because you were bad mouthing Duke. Probably true. Does your dog bite? Yes. No. Chomp. I I thought you said your dog did not bite. That is not my dog. <laughs> here we go. Here's here's a good one to, to finish up with if if we get the chance here. Uh what Joe only got one version that you feel should have been given another take. What Joe only got one. <clears throat> so I guess I'm going to assume this means. 82 to 94, they got one version, or, well, I don't know, because there's plenty of characters after that that only mm -hmm. got one version, so we won't uh, we won't limit it to that, but. That's a really good question. That is yeah. a really good question. Because a, a lot of times, I, what pops into my head is Footloose, right? There's been probably five different Footloose figures, but they've all essentially been the same. Right. You know, maybe one was tan and one one the others have been green or one had a, you know, but essentially it's the same same look the whole way. So it, it's a kind of a, it's a bit of a nebulous question in that regard. But that would be my answer. I always thought that a second version of Footloose would have been great. Something where he's just not in his, his BDUs per se. Um, anyways. I think they corrected it. It did get corrected corrected later on. But uh, for Torpedo, right? Uh, right? So many people think, at least, you know, I'm going to be uninformed, but the less informed think that a Navy SEAL means Frogman, right? Like yeah. they're all scuba guys, and that's what they do. Oh, look, there are the SEALs in the ocean when they're really versatile and, and incredibly dangerous and, and you know, the, the absolute tip of the spear. So I would have liked to have seen a Torpedo that showed his face, right? That wouldn't have been obscured by a sculpted-on mask, and was more, you know, ground truth, super dangerous black ops kind of guy. I think that would have been really cool. And I think they got there later. But like, even in one of the real current IDW issues, there's pretty much a jungle recon going on, and Wetsuit is one of the guys, right? And yeah, he should be, but. Uh, so often those those seal types were just cast as frogmen in the early Joe early real American real American hero Joe. Joe Colton. Uh I think maybe the Hydra Viper. He's cool. Yeah, he was cool for his time, but I think like upgraded, you could really do something with that. Um, came with a what is it, an eel? 
No, he didn't come with a needle. What was it? Uh, it was manta ray, wasn't it? Manta ray, yeah, or devil ray. Right. Yeah, I think I think upgrading that figure would have been nice. Um, it also gives you something else other than the the um, the eels or undertow and and those guys to to army build. So yeah. I always liked the Hydra Viper, and I don't know that. It's good. We have talked to Carson about this. I'm sure he knows the inside baseball. But the fact that they made one hand completely different with the webbing on yeah. it. Yeah. And it must have been an internal fight, I imagine, to go, we're going to make one of the hands uh, useless for holding weapons or gear. Right? And they're like, well, we've never never really done that before, right? Mm -hmm. like, even a guy like Major Blood with his funky arm could hold a weapon in that arm in that yeah. but to say we're going to make this this one's going to be different i'm sure there was some tug of war in yeah the, on that and i think that's part of the reason that figure stands out is that even though uh the the creativity was amazing through the years it still was at least a little bit cookie cutter from a construction standpoint right yeah but to go to go against that and go yeah this one at least this one part is going to be totally different different yeah pretty cool yeah and i think that's aside from it being just a damn good thing I it think is that's one reason why it's had such enduring popularity yeah even like when you remove the helmet like the head sculpt's not bad either even though it's like it's got like the the mask except for the eyes but you can update that helmet like the tube and the dagger and stuff like it'd be i think it'd be cool yeah, okay jo cool. joel joel has now uh <laughs> narrowed down his question one more time so we I finally understand what he asked us way back half an hour ago what he means is what scale like pops loot crate microforce combat heroes that sort of thing oh within gi joe which ones do we like which I did like, and I thought, even though the Creo line was yeah. poorly executed on a ton of levels, like stickers that don't stick on, mm. that's a problem. Mm. Um, but I, lo I love the the Creons, the little Creon yeah. figures they made. Those yep. were actually better than Lego minifigures. Yes. yes. And in a line that yes. wanted to compete with Lego, they actually did the figures better. It's the only, I think the only thing they did better than Lego. And that's not really a slap. Like Lego is the 2000 pound gorilla for a reason, right? But they made better minifigures. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And you know, I don't know had they, if they had it all to, all to do over again, I wonder if they might just make Creo based figure based and not building based because obviously it didn't, you know, what they were trying to do didn't work. Yeah. Well, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I think the Transformer Creos fell so flat that when, like, G.I. Joe is dead on arrival because those didn't make any traction. Like, they were, yeah. I think what they were hoping to do is, oh, well, we'll get them with Transformers, and then we'll roll out G.I. Joe next. And those Transformer ones, like, the vehicles were cool, the robots were janky, yeah. and then, but you, like, you couldn't transform it from one to the other. You had to take it apart. Yeah, to get it out of car mode, and then you had a whole bunch of parts you didn't use from car mode for the robot, and then a whole bunch of robot parts you didn't use for car. Yeah, and but there too, the the little minifigs were awesome. Yeah, 
and, and then, uh, they, then they doubled down with construct box. Yeah, they were supposed to be able to fold together, and they were dreadful. Yeah, it, it, so uh, when when the time Joe rolled out, twelve months later, there just there was nothing there. There was no yeah. track, and and you're trying to you're trying to build a line for Creo based on stuff that hadn't been on the shelves in a quarter century at that point. Yeah. It there, what are you? what kid is that going to appeal to? Because that's who you have to get with those building toys. Yeah. It's a good, that's a really good point, Mike. If, if the Joe movies had been better <coughs> and Creo had debuted with stuff that was on screen during mm -hmm. those movies, that was kid focused. Yeah. Maybe we'd still be talking to him. Maybe Creo would still be on shelf and maybe Joe would be in a much healthier place right now. But again, that's based on a different Creo rollout and better entertainment. Uh, Diana Davis reports that Dusty is doing well. Now, wasn't it Diana's anniversary yesterday or today? That's right. And, yes. Yeah. And, and you could you could roll that into shout outs, which we're going to start right now. Oh, now what we got in? Uh, I guess we I did kind of skip that, didn't I? Yeah. Like uh, you were excited because we got stuff that we got in. You actually got stuff in this time around. Yeah. So uh, I apologize for everybody. That we didn't get to your question in in the comments. We're just we're out of time. We're we're running long as it is. It was, this was an episode where again we're afraid we're going to run short, and we never run short. We can talk about crap for days. Well, and especially when the band hasn't been together for a while, right? It's like right, right. All so, the Mouseketeers are here. Go ahead. You, you're super excited. Yeah. You go first. What we got? You've been to two two toy shows in two weekends. You're already you're, you're set here. So I finally got her in. Giraffe neck. Wait, that's mecha neck. Stop. And Stop. then I got my snake eyes in. So I'm really excited. I'll be opening these. That's jewel thief snake eyes. Yes. <laughs> and then per uh, personal relationship manipulator snake eyes. So I couldn't find my dread um, movie, so I just got another one. Bring it a little closer. Okay, there you go. Is that Blu-ray? It's 4K, yeah. 4K. Dread. Sexy. Totally, totally underrated movie. Right? Agreed. Agreed. And I got a Hocus Pocus cookbook. Is that based on the movie? Um, It is. And it's got like recipes that are themed from it and stuff. So, yep, cooking. I've never seen that movie. Is there a chocolate chip cookie recipe in there? Oh, I'm gonna try. Because that would be magic. <laughs> I have to have Maggie supervise me though. The trepidation as soon as you mentioned cookies, it's like it's like the big anime sweat bead popped up on her forehead. Joe Golden fears only she fears only <laughs> one thing. <laughs> I've only made chocolate chip cookies good once. And that's because Maggie was like, she took over and we did it together. And she supervised and kept saying no. Do this. It's, it's what I always tell you, okay? When you're cooking, you're kind of throwing stuff together and technique doesn't matter as much. When you're baking, Technique is extremely important. So how you mix things 
is as important as what you mix. Now, have you ever made a beef wellington? You need to be precise. Look, I'm not saying you don't need to be precise, but how you prepare things isn't as important or isn't as important as it is in baking. Sure. Okay. Fine. This is this is why you fail. This is why I fail. So I got a Bo-Katan. Cool. How much did you spend at the show? Uh, quite a bit. <laughs> that was pretty cool. I've never I like seen how her voice dropped a couple octaves and a few few levels of volume there. I don't know why you're like that. I've never seen a Star Wars Legends figure with three accessories before. You, you know, if you wore headphones, if you wore headphones, he'd never hear you. No, he would. He'd hear me. He wouldn't hear you. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah, she's got two of her blasters, and then I guess it's not, they don't really count it because it's the same one. Just. Um, yeah, but with the helm, right? And then a helmet, like, yeah. Is that a separate head, or is that a helmet that goes over the existing head? It goes over. Nice. Yeah. And no brutal chest cut. Right? Because she's a girl. And what's more, you can just put that helmet over your your Sasha Banks WWE figure, and it also right. works. Okay, and then... It's time on Tatooine! So I finally got him. Oh, nice. That's outstanding. Okay, problem. So some one of the other finest members got one, and he... Starts leaning after a while. He leans forward. Okay. He's just top heavy. He's like, are you going to take him out of the box? I was like, I was gonna. Why? Isn't it really heavy in general? He doesn't seem that heavy. But apparently, like, top heavy, he ends up leaning. It it doesn't take much. Speaking of somebody who's got a few uh, old tick action figures from the 90s. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fate, no. fate is a cruel mistress. Ah, that's, so, that's an authentic tick line. Wes said, uh, so I thought, like, I told the guys, like, why don't you put, like, uh, like a metal, like a thin metal dowel up his leg? Because, you know, he's got the pegs, right? Just drill it up in there. And he's going to try it. But Wes said, you might as well put something on his back so that way it just keeps him from... Yeah leaning forward so he's gonna help me make something but i was like really excited i was like i'm trying to get all the figures it doesn't lean Ooh. maybe it just leans the other way because he's in australia maybe oh that's a good point like the water flushes counterclockwise yeah i think wes can take i have faith that wes can fix that lean with rivets I I love not making any sense, by the way. Just so in case anybody's wondering out there, non sequitur bullcrap. That that yeah. that's what I live for. What I live for. Okay. Next up. Good lord, how much you buy? Oh my god! Like, <laughs> stop outing me. So I got it's, moss man. It's a few eggs. I thought it was swamp thing. Or is it? No, it's moss man from. Uh... The Masters of the Universe, like the new Netflix show. Right. He's great. And he's great in the show. Um, <laughs> what? You say Mike's paying attention there, Webb. Right. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> and he's got 
So he's got one, two. So he's got uh, a set of hands, but then he comes with two other sets, and then um, sort of like a tree trunk that he you can also add onto his to his hand as if he's like attacking. He looks really good. Does he come with a Viking helmet? No. Oh, that's Randy Moss, man. I'm gonna ignore you guys. Okay, and then your favorite oh. figure. Rob is just, he's selling out everybody tonight. Racktime Rob. Mm. You hush, Rob. Unacceptable. How's that fur bikini coming in for uh, He-Man there? They made it longer. They made what longer? <laughs> His underwear. His furry britches? Yes. He's actually got boxers sticking out the bottom. And So he comes with extra hands, a shield, obviously, and his sword. But He's uh I would say the brutal chest cut isn't there, but it is. Can't they do it like right under the bro thing? No. I guess I can if I move it, then yeah, you can kind of like Yeah. He didn't come with a personality though, did he? No. Didn't think so. But I love that I got Skeletor. Yeah, he's a badass. Yeah, His sculpt cool. is really nice. Yes, it is. Yeah. The, the bit I always dug about him was the bit where he would disappear through a mirror, like a gate, and then his arm would come back and he would break the glass. Like, that's a pimp exit right there. Yeah, right? Like, yeah. Look, again, the worst part of Masters of the Universe was He-Man, but yeah. Skeletor was class A all yeah. the way. Okay. Love Here's a good one for you, beast man. <laughs> right? So... I'll show you the big thing that I got at the end. But, so I got Wes a pizza cutter. I saw this. I'm so terrified. I told him I wasn't going to get it for him, but then I did. Like, it's so cool. That's a pizza axe. How sharp sharp are we talking here? It's really sharp. It's real sharp. I was like, so I got it. I was like, this is totally not what I thought was going to come in. Well, no, it's big. That's fantastic. That thing is not dishwasher safe at all. No. No. I want you to send me a picture of that for the Instagram page. Okay. That needs to go. If I had that, it would be pristine and honed for about three months. And a year from now, there'd be like pineapple and like peppers and pepperoni in the sheet. Yeah. I'd be like, so it's also like you can hang it on your belt. Look, the way of the pizza Viking. I don't, and even like the leather, because it comes in leather, right? And it's like stitched and edged. And I'm like, what is like <laughs> the fanciest pizza cutter anybody ever needs? You should wear that to your oh. next axe throwing outing. And be like, I brought it's my own. Heavy. Like, and I was like, somebody you... orders a pizza, that's what you throw the axe at. <laughs> okay. See, Doug, what you got to figure out is which romantic comedies you can stand. Ugh. Like, 75 romantic comedies means a lot of Princess Bride. Oh, God. A lot of, a lot of Jerry Maguire. A lot of, a lot of movies like that. You got to figure out which romantic comedies you can handle. Am I the only one who hates Princess Bride? Yes. Yes. Because there's something wrong with you. I hate that movie. You're, oh my God, Andre the Giant! Ow! Oh! I hate that movie. Oh my God. Oh. oh. I can't. Oh. 
Just mm. oh. So and then I go. Oh no! Auditions for the third. So chair. wait, wait, wait. Wait. You passed on the Golden Girls Castle, but it was because you already bought a castle that weekend. So there's an explanation for this. Um, I'm sure there is. There did always, wait, is. Wait, there did, always is. Did Wes buy said explanation? No, no, he did yes. not. He didn't know what I got. Look at this. D Julian, you and me, brother. D Beige has your back, Mark. No. So he, he is also incorrect. My name is Inigo Montoya. People will repeat this line forever and it will be annoying. Okay. <laughs> you know what? I'll give you that one. I'll give you, but that's just because it was that great when it happened. Yes, but maybe you're trying to trick me. And you knew I was. The Golden Girls Castle. Say what? So I'm now regretting not buying the Golden Girls I'm Castle. I'm sure you are. We can never go shopping together, Mark. You'd be how, like, what are you doing? How many collectors did you knock over when you were buying all the cool stuff from day three? Mm. I did I did hip check a kid, but I bet. <laughs> so there's a story behind this. So friends of mine, um, there were so they do also a raffle. One of the raffle prizes was this. So a lady won it. Who didn't know what it was oh. and she didn't want it nice. so friends of mine who were vending were like we'll sell it for you if you want and she's like okay well what what can i get for it and they were like whatever you want and so as they're walking out of the con i turned to the lady's husband missy's husband and i was like where did you get that because i've never had one and it's it's the new one, right? It's the 2021 version. So I was like, I don't want to, I don't want a retro one because I don't, I just don't want everything broken and like, I don't want to put it together. I just want to have one, but I don't want to spend like a gazillion dollars. So he's like, well, so he tells me the story and he was like, what do you, uh, we'll give you a friend discount. So I, I was like, okay, so like 100. And I was like, mm, how about 80? They were like 85. And I was like, sure. And I literally PayPal'd them. <laughs> oh. and I were standing at the door to the parking lot like, to go out of the con. So all of this toy show karma, where you got a ridiculous deal on a huge item, you burned on Castle Grayskull. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. So what, I, is, what is retail on Graceful? Um, I what is it? Live stream, give us some help here. What's retail on yeah, Catholic Graceful? I've seen it go for like two hundred to three hundred. Okay. Because this sorceress. Okay. She goes for about a hundred and something. So. Did you buy the castle for the sorceress? No, I bought it for everything. Okay. So a guy was walking out at the time. And he's like, you could just pay over a hundred bucks and sell that, sell that sorcerer. And I was like, no. Yeah. No, she's coming home. She's coming home. All right. Ryan Sweeney sells a hundred bucks at Walmart. So, eh. yeah, not a huge deal then. Yeah. Whatever. Michael Mercy, 80, <laughs> 85 okay. Canadian, which means exactly. it's, like, it's like a $40 item. 
that's yeah. not that is not that much for a giant box like that. I mean, right? hey, dude. Yeah. Yeah. So, and and then if, the it's, if it's too awesome, you can buy some of those new McFarland Toys Princess Bride figures to make it boring and annoying. You stop, stop, move on. And so the last thing I I uh, got was a book that a friend of mine uh, wrote. So Good deal. she's a cosplayer, but she decided to write a book, and um, I got it. And she she uh, she's a plug away. What? Plug away. Oh yes. Uh, so she goes by Monica Claire as her written name, uh, as her writer name. So. Uh, Monica Tully is her actual name, but she goes by a, her Jewish name online, Adira. So um, it's called Sandstorm, the Legend of Adira. And she actually made the costume for her figure or character in the book. And um, Adira is a Hebrew slave living in Egypt. And um, she then gets powers. Um, and so... It's a it's a it's her own type of superhero, so I I look forward to reading it. That's very cool. Nice. Yeah, and that's all I got in. That's it. That's, that's it. That's it. <laughs> Ten items later. Just had a Dave Tree what I got in segment right there. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I mean, it's clear out an hour. Man, I'm sure. I could find Mark Weber, what'd you get in? Uh, well, last week I had the file card, but now I have the figure. <laughs> This is the Jokon Headhunter Stormtrooper. And I always love those figures. I have a couple, but I didn't have this guy, so he can be like the leader of the squad. Very and cool. then the other, the other stuff is Fashion Week. Uh, because I did mention it was uh, it was birthdays for uh, little Elizabeth and slightly larger Derek. So I got them both this T-shirt, which is a ma uh, in their own sizes, because they play soccer and they play defense like I played defense. And Honestly, there's not much. There's not much more. I don't get any more joy from much beyond watching them crush people on the soccer field. So I got them matching shirts that say. <laughs> we who defend and you need you need to get that on elbow pads because that's how you play defense. Right. So good. Like, I, like, I, and the other day, uh, Elizabeth finished my line, which is great. So it's like I always say, nobody is fast. And she said, on their back. That's right. So that's good. And then this is, they make these, well, there's nine different shirts like this. But I'm Elizabeth, sure your kids play soccer, Mark, but I know I like watching your kids play soccer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's full contact, baby. Uh, Elizabeth has never played Dungeons and Dragons, but she's, she's excited about the concept. So we went through the basic uh, alignments. Oh, that's a good point. Uh, 15 is Munson. Uh, I'll put that picture up online. Every year uh, of my son's age, he gets a card of the Yankee who wore that, how old he is as a uniform number. Look at this. <laughs> Speaking of, Miss Elizabeth, there she goes. So anyway, she was interested in Dungeons and Dragons and the alignment of characters. Try not to hit the door. Or the dog. Uh, <laughs> so she's interested in alignments, right? Because she wanted to try to figure out what alignment somebody might be. So they make alignment shirts. And she figured she was neutral good. So for her birthday, she got a shirt that says... Neutral good. Uh, a beautiful cinnamon roll, too good for this world. There you go. 
the best one is chaotic neutral. It says chaotic neutral might save your life, might steal your wife. Nice. So, but since it is fashion week, let's see if I can make this work. This is a, this is my new. Hands, Bubby, I'm your white knight. That's what I'm talking about. No? No clue what you're talking about here. Hands, Bubby? It's a line from uh, from Die Hard when Ellis goes in to talk to Hans Gruber and he goes, Hans, Bubby. Oh. It's a deep cut, but that's why it's cool. People will see it and they're like, I don't get it. Wes I'm would like, appreciate that shirt. Yeah, so there you go. There aren't too many Ellis from Die Hard shirts out there, so I was all over that. There's not a lot of Die Hard shirts out there. Yeah. Our crowd's yeah. on top of it. That's wow. what I'm talking about. Hans, Booby, I'm your white knight. So there you go. That's what I got in. All right. Mike, what'd you get in? I, I also got my Snake Eyes movie figures. The Snake Eyes and Baroness came in. Huh. And just, just earlier today, celebratory... Beachhead number 25. Oh, my God. I am the scourge of the forgotten eBay deal, but he's no. he's complete. There's a hand. No. No. <laughs> Tell her I didn't interrupt her when, when I got Right? It. Good Lord. It's just rude. Rude. Ah! You know, it's more scary that she does that. Uncle Mike is talking. Oh, oh Lord. Is squeaking? Number 25, number 25 is here. Number 26 might be here tomorrow. Oh, dude. You got a double score? We got, we got the double play. Was it, Bo- was it Bogo Beachhead? It was not, but it might as well have been. Again, I, I am the king of the bar nuts. And somebody's echoing. Probably jump on. I just had a, a, a. Oh, it's me. Or maybe it's not. Now, yep, yeah, it's Joe Cole. Because I okay. muted her, and that there's no echo. I, I thought it might have been here. I thought it might have been me. No, it's not. I had I had a twelve year old and a dog avalanche run through here. Yeah, no, because we're talking now. I've muted her microphone, and there's no echo. So it's her her microphone that just suddenly decided to change. So weird. What do we tell you about headsets? Whatever. Tell you. It's better now. It's gone again. So whatever. I don't understand. Okay. Whatever. <laughs> I do love when we have our 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 technical difficulties. Like all we need to figure out some kind of some kind of graphic where there's just like anyway, I don't know, something. Max figure. Max statue. He's old. That's all I got in this week. That's that's it for me. Still a double beachhead week? <coughs> right. Are they what's what's the quality of these two? Uh I the, the second one we'll find out. I don't have it yet, but this one is it's complete. His pack is a little crooked. But I think it's just because for most of his life it was probably across his body. He has the normal paint wear across the ammo clips and a little bit on his toes. For what I've got, he's probably top third. Okay. Not one of the very best ones, but he's he's pretty good. His joints nope. are, not, are pretty solid. For my, my head, I only ever had the one. 
his ammo pack was always hooked over the point of the crossbow and around the backpack. Always. Is that not how most people I, I that used, happen? I used to put it around his arm when it came out of the box at all. Hmm. Okay. A lot of times I just didn't have the ammo pack. I just didn't worry about it. Are you but, guys uh, on the hunt for anything other than BTAC? I mean, am I? No, not really. I don't have a ton of room right now, so I have it's a guy who have figure to 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 go after. I have a guy who's uh, who is hooking me up with a uh, ram with breaker because oh. it looks fantastic. Uh, but I do need a barbecue, right? Because I can't I can't go there. So barbecue right. time. Real real quick because we're running out of time. Let's hit some shout outs. We got four minutes, Joe Colton. Go for it. Uh, okay. Uh, happy anniversary to Diana and her husband. Um, may we, you have many more, uh, anniversaries and happiness and joy and health together. Um, so there's that. And then I do want to make an announcement. Um, Roma collectibles is opening a brick and mortar store and it will be opening, uh, November 13th. They're having an open an open house for it. So if you can, Springfield, is it Springfield? Yeah, Springfield, Ohio. No, yeah. Uh, I was like, Springfield, Illinois? No. Springfield, Ohio. Um, Roma Collectibles, go on their page, like it, get the info, go. Support our community. That's it. So. And the forecast that weekend has 100% chance of snow. Mark Weber, shout outs. Sure. Al, Al Snow, right? That's right. Al Snow. Make jokes the, later. Oh, oh, <laughs> you gotta rush. Let's go. Look, you gotta rush. The uh, Barrington Christian Academy Middle School co-ed soccer team who beat the death out of St. Michael's yesterday, 7-3. to three. Yeah, so to uh, Lila, who scored four goals. Uh, Man. Salute. Yeah, making my job easy. Making yeah. me look smart. That's it. All right. Give a shout out to, of course, Racktime Rob, the unsung fourth hero and yeah. forgotten man of the, the What's on Joe Mine team. Holy Give our, our shout out to our sponsors at Kokomo Toys. We will quickly sing, sing the theme song. Kokomo, 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 Kokomo Toys. Kokomo, Kokomo, Kokomo Toys. Give a shout out to, of course, Diana and Cullen on their 15th wedding anniversary. Give a shout out to all of our teachers and our first responders and our retail workers that are still dealing with all of the madness that is going on outside in a pandemic. Get your shots, get vaccinated, wear your mask when you're in really crowded situations in public. Um, things are not necessarily doing better out there. We need to be more careful. We need to save our medical workers from undue stress and save our medical facilities so that we can actually treat people who are sick with other things. Um, so until next time, when next Friday rolls around and we are here waiting for the team stream, I'm Mike Arizari for my co-hosts, Mark Weber and Joe Colton. Thanks for joining us. Have a great rest of the weekend. Yo, Joe. <laughs>